Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to onthewakeupradio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on thewakeupradio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Yo, everybody's live tonight. Wow. <laughs> Every everybody's live tonight. That's uh that's a good thing. So there's something for everybody to enjoy. What's happening? All right, what's happening? Everybody calm down. Tori gonna be alright. Tori Tori gonna be okay, y'all. <laughs> Tori Tori gonna be okay. He, he gonna be all right. All right. <clears throat> Does anybody think the river boat shit could be staged? Um. <clears throat> yeah, but until that chair shot. I don't think old white women are taking chair shots to the face. So I'm going to say no on that part. (laughs) I'm going to say no on that part. Hey, I'm down for the folding chair. I want to, I want to take a photo with it. Yeah. No one's no old white woman signed up for chair shots to, to, for a hoax. I just don't see that happening. (laughs) I just don't see that happening. You know, okay. Uh, everybody's in the building. All right, all right. Hey, Char Willie, what's that? The thumbnail. I know, I know. I've tried to find the Alabama with the Jordan crying emoji meme. I couldn't find one, so I had to go with the chair. Totally last minute. Totally last minute. I'm still full from last night's Jamaican stew. I'm still full from last night's Jamaican stew. This show's been quiet. <laughs> Jamaica lost to Sweden. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna be let's keep going. I'm gonna be super petty. Let me keep it going. Let me let me show y'all who the Swedish soccer team. Did y'all ha, did y- do y'all know it? Have y'all seen them? Have y'all seen? The Swedish soccer team. Lord have mercy. The one chick I follow. Oh. Oh. Oh, you know what? No, I can't. I don't, even remember, I don't even remember her name. Let, let me do this real quick. 2023 Swedish. Whew. Swedish <laughs> soccer team. Whew. Whee. Where they at? Where they at? Where they at? beat South Africa. They beat up on Italy. They beat up on the U.S. They beat up on Argentina. Listen, man. 
wait, 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 wait. Let me find a picture. Where's the one, the one that I follow, the superstar? Boy, boy, boy. Where is she at? Okay, they're in yellow. I'm sorry, y'all. Don't worry. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn on the screen share in a minute. But it's the one chick I want to. I'm trying to show y'all. This bitch is super bad. <laughs> this bitch is super bad. Ah, give me the players' faces. Ah, damn it. Hold up. I'm gonna find them. I'm gonna find them. Yeah, U.S. lost to Sweden penalty shootout. You know what's funny? You know what I found funny? When the U.S. versus Sweden, you had all these liberal women. You had the U.S. soccer team, a bunch of libs against basically traditional, you know, non-liberal women when in the Swedes. And, um... <laughs> Megan Rapino with her blue hair couldn't get the job done. Hilarious. Where the hell is she? Oh, it's gonna it's gonna haunt me if I don't find this chick. Okay. Sweden soccer team. Okay, World Cup, World Cup, World Cup. Yeah, World Cup roster. If I don't find this woman's picture. Y'all gonna be mad at me today. They won't give me the damn name. If I could remember, do I remember her name? I don't even remember her name. Okay, let's just go to pictures. Let's go to images. Let's go to images. <sighs> Where the fuck is Where the fuck? Okay, women's. Women's, dude. Type in women's. Women's. Soccer team. Where, where is she at? It's one, it's one chick. She's their ace. And this chick is super bad. Or does she play for Switzerland? No, it has to be Sweden. It has to be because she's all over the place. Number 11? Nah, I don't know. I follow her on IG. Hold up, y'all. Bear with me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, y'all know how I get. Okay, wait, wait. Let me go to my IG real quick. Where the hell? Okay, let me go to follows. Who do all I follow? Following, where's she at? Give me one moment. I'm gonna find her. Cause I'm gonna find her. Cause this motherfucker, listen. If my money was right, I'd be in her DMs. <laughs> like, yo, I'd fly you out. <laughs> If my money was right, I'd be in her DMs trying to fly her out. I know it ain't right. I know it ain't right. 
Oh man. I don't even know her name. But this bitch is just super bad. <sighs> don't you hate when you try to find something you can't find it to save your life? All I know is she drives a fucking S-Class AMG. Ah, just, oh. Is it Adelie? No, it's not her. Okay, let's do soccer. Does it pop up? No. Okay, let's do Sweden. Does Sweden pop up? Sweden? No? I don't know, y'all. I can't find... Fuck it, I can't find a bitch. I can't find a bitch. I can't find her. But she is, she is drop dead gorgeous. All right. Let's, let's get on to some serious note for real, for real. But uh, that Jamaican stew has, has got me full. And they lost in the World Cup. So they got to take their asses back to fucking, you might as well call it China, Chimaica at this point. Call it China, baby China. It ain't Jamaica. It's just baby China. Yo, real quick. Jason is uh Jason is doing his thing. Who 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 we want to do first? DJ Casper or Young Jocks or Young Jocks Mama? <laughs> we want to do DJ Casper or we want to do Young Jocks Mama. Everybody dropping. I don't think it's a hoax. Once again, I don't see any old white women taking chair shots for a hoax, y'all. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. You didn't even know Sweden had a team. What? Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Big Pontiac in the house. They're pretty good. I follow the one. They're, they're, they're superstar. She's a part-time model. When she's not in, this woman is beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, let's do Young Jock's mama. So, <laughs> August 7th. Young Jock has mourned the death of his mother who lost her battle with lung cancer over the weekend. He says, I don't have much to say. Thank you for all of life's lessons and blessings. Such a real one. You waited on me today and allowed me to pray with you. And you took your last breath. We had some laughs and we cried together along the way. I am at peace, mama. Thank you for allowing me to allow me and squirt to help you fight Thank you, thank you. I hope I made you proud, Mama. But listen, I would never do this to my mama. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm not gonna give y'all my, my the last image of my folks with the damn ventilator, intubated, breathing apparatus. I would never do my parents like this. Life doesn't I will never let y'all see my parents like this in their final days. Are you kidding me, man? I would never do this. No, stop. <sighs> Why? 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 Let me get to the comments real quick. Once again, my man Johnny B. Good. Hey, Johnny B. Good over there raising, raising the next, uh, the, 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 the next Gabby. 
over there with the jujitsu. That's what's up. Shout out to all dads that got their children in combat sports. All the girls in combat sports. Real dads put their daughters in combat sports. The chair shot heard around the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beast of Shuffle video. Yo, I don't think that was uh I don't think that was staged. Nah, it ain't it ain't it ain't her. I know when I when I find her, you know, you'll know. You know. Yeah, why yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. Don't do your parents like this. Don't do, do don't do your parents like this. I would never. I would never. Okay, let's get to DJ Casper now. Once again, no diss to DJ Casper, but I keep trying to tell y'all, hip hop does not age well. Hip hop does not age well. Y'all gonna learn to listen to me one day. One of these days. One of these days. <clears throat> Come on with the loading. That's where Fox News sites takes forever to load. Like, for real. He was only 58, my gosh. And he was only 58. That's not good. Yo, if you ain't, you, if you ain't making it at least to 65. Nah, that's not it. Okay, damn that. Okay, DJ Casper died of, at the age of 58. Um... Casper was a fun-loving, giving person. He was a genuine, family-oriented man. He loved Chicago with all of his heart. He will be greatly missed. This is the inventor of the cha-cha slide. Two, two top, two times to the dun, 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 slide to the left, dun, dun, slide to the. It's black people's stuff. Every function, every gathering. If it's not the electric slide, it's the cha-cha slide. Okay, cha-cha. Okay. <laughs> the song was originally created by the musician as an aerobic exercise. When I first did it, I did it as, as an aerobic exercise for my nephew at Bally's. From there, just took off Elroy Smith from WGCI, grabbed a hold of it. The song was originally uh, titled Casper Sly Part 1 and later evolved into Casper Sly Part 2. Then DJ Casper's song was picked up by MOB Records as it became popular in his hometown of Chicago. By 2004, the song had reached number one spot on the UK singles chart and was renamed the Cha-Cha Slide. He said, I have one of the biggest songs that played at all stadiums, hockey, basketball, football, baseball. They played at the Olympics. It was something that everybody could do. I wish more artists thought like this. I wish more artists went, went into the creative process of their music, thinking bigger than their block, their city, their hood. Think worldwide. Music is worldwide. Casper, Casper was diagnosed with cancer in 2016 and spoke about his health struggles in what would be his final TV interview this past May. Oh, next they diagnosed me in 2016 with two kinds of cancer, which is renal and neuroendocrine, which is kidney and liver. Damn. They went in to try to do surgery and they found out the kidney was connected to the main artery. So they decided not to do it and just treat it. Shit. Mm. Anybody that's going through cancer know that you have cancer and cancer does not have you. So keep on doing the cha-cha slide. This is sad, y'all. But I, I caught that final interview and it just goes to show hip-hop does not age well. Where is that final? 
DJ Casper final interview. Let's see. Is it, is it ABC? Yo, you. You know what? I'll say I'll hold my thoughts towards the end. I'll hold my thoughts towards the end. Okay, here we go. Look at Everybody clap your hands. Chicago's own DJ Casper, an icon and visionary, leaving behind a song that brings people together from all walks of life. He invited me to his home in May to reflect on his dynamic career and the slide that made him a legend. It is an international sensation. Did you ever think it would be this big? No. When I first did it, I did it as an aerobic exercise. Okay, now listen. Clearly he's visibly sick. I'm not even tripping off him looking sick and frail. You wearing a, a fitted cap to the back. Okay? I get it. You're an elder. You can do whatever you want to do. I get all that. Hip-hop does not age well. Okay? Hip-hop does not age well. You should not be in your late 50s, early 60s. Wearing a fitted cap to the back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not for an interview, y'all. Not for an interview, okay? Just come on, let's go. As for my nephew at Valley. From there, it just took off. Elroy Smith from WGCI grabbed a hold of it. I have one of the biggest songs. Elroy Smith's one of those hating ass old gatekeeping ass DJ ninjas at WGCI. If you, if you, let me tell you how far back I go with that bullshit. They would have these music conferences every year. Rose go where you at? She knows what I'm talking about. They would have these music conferences every year. And was it the late nineties, early two thousands. And everybody would come through Irv Gotti, Jermaine Dupree, Stevie J. Puffy came one year. Um, a lot of the movers and shakers in the music business, they would come to this conference every year. And GCI would host it. Elroy Smith, and I forget who his partner was. And you, I forgot how much the entry fee was. Gene Sparrow was there. Lord, have, I used to love me some Gene Sparrow. Oh, I used to love me some Gene Sparrow. Oh, Lord. Mm, mm, mm. Gene Sparrow to this day, to this day, to this day. Anywho, and you would have artists from all over pack that damn, um, pack that damn building. You, you know, everybody had demo tapes and tapes. Frank Thomas was there one year. This is the year that I went that Frank Thomas had his record label out. Ch Chicago White Sox first baseman, former first baseman, Frank Thomas had a record label and it was a bunch of niggas. Okay. DJ Ferris, that's his punk. Damn punk ass. Punk ass, gatekeeping ass. You want to talk about some gatekeepers? DJ Ferris, Elroy Smith was the program director. It was DJ Ferris and the other DJ, but Elroy Smith was the program director. Right? And they would pick and choose and play favorites. 
You would pay these motherfuckers some money. They would never play a record. All that. I'm, I'm well versed in Chicago music politics. It was the worst. When GCI was like number one, it was the worst because they were the only game in town. And then the other station didn't come around for another t- 20 years. You know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> yeah, Frank Thomas had a record label. Yeah. Y'all didn't know that? It was niggas. He signed a bunch of Negroes. I forget the name of the I forget the name of the label. And matter of fact, the the artist, the first artist, their first single was like some. They used the same sample the Jizza used, the Willie Hutch. Um, what what's the what's the Willie Hutch song sample that uh, the Rizza used? Liquid Swords, they used the same Willie Hutch sample that RZA used for Liquid Swords. It was sped up a bit. It was a bit fat, had a, a, a bit faster tempo. I remember I got the package. It was a CD insert. This is back in the day when disc makers was still the thing and CD baby. You get the, the clear plastic CD inserts and all that good stuff. Come on, I'm t- this is some old school music shit. I'm, I'm talking right now. Okay, <laughs> I forget who the other dude was. Yeah, 106 and Jams. Oh yeah, that's right. On a diabetes twins, but then it turned into Power 92. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for 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 the longest, GCI was the only game in town. You had to go through, you had to go through DJ Ferris and the, and the other goof, the goofball. They were already old back then. You know what I'm saying? DJ Nafis is cool. Nafis is cool. But it was Ferris and the other old head. He was, they were already old back then. You know what I'm saying? So these music conferences come through every year. They charge these artists all these stupid entry fees at the at the chance of possibly they will. So they would have a panel. It would be Jermaine Dupree, whoever else on the, on the panel. And then after they were done talking, niggas would rush the stage and just, yo, here's my music. Check it out. You know, good and goddamn well, they weren't going to listen to none of that music. The table would be filled with demo tapes and CDs. You know? Come on, man. Yeah. Frisbees. 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 (laughs) So I, I went way back on that one. I went way back on it. Yeah, DJ Ferris, he had a record deal at one point. He sure did. He sure did. Oh, no. See, you know what? That's why we can't have nice things. That's why we can't have nice things. You know what? I'll never get the credit, bro. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I was there, though. I was... uh, Basically, payola... Yes, payola conventions. And... (laughs) And as soon as they got done talking, everybody gets escorted out with the bodyguards and the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my, I have my A and R team come get the, come get y'all material, man. That should still be sitting there, man. And then they will find different rooms, different um, uh, points of the, of the, of the convention, whatever the case may be. This, this one was the producers uh, part. This one was the A and R part. This was about songwriting. So it'd be the, these different rooms they would have for different functions of the music business. But the, the majority of the panels were hosted by Ferris and the other DJ dude. But Elroy Smith was the program director. 
he was the one that picked and chose what songs got played. And for a long time, I know West West Side guys, you know, they shit wouldn't get played till like mi- after midnight, one, two in the morning, right? But then when Crucial Conflict got signed to Universal, that kind of kicked all that shit over. So shout out to Crucial Conflict. I, I, listen, Twister helped. And you know, let me pull it back on me real quick. This is my opinion. Now, y'all may differ. Y'all may disagree. And I'm sure Rose may disagree. But my opinion, Twister did his thing. Do or Die did their thing. But when Crucial Conflict got signed on Universal Records, because I was working there at the time when they got signed, all right? It was a big deal. These niggas was vice lords. They were vice lords. They were vice lords. <laughs> and uh, it was a big deal. And um, I forget who the A&R of their project was at the time. Because he had let me listen to the album before it came out. But that kind of forced GCI to stop um, only being regional. It was either you was either you were from the South or the North. They would never play West Side shit during ma- during peak hours. That was the big thing. So if you wanted to advertise your shit, of course, you, everybody knows you paid more money to get your shit played during peak hours. You know what I'm saying? But when Crucial Conflict got signed and then Hay was popping, it made it easier for West Side cats to get their shit played during peak hours. It was less um, segregation, less biasness. Because now you're like, okay, they, there's talent out here. You got to play these guys now. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, the first album, I believe, went gold, yeah? That single went gold, the album went gold. Second album, not didn't do so well. And I believe they got dropped after the second album. So, somebody fact check me, man, on that one. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with Rain Brady. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know what's going on with that. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's always best to be organic and, and be hometown grown. But sometimes, you know, yes, he sure did. And then at one point, there was this underground station out of Indiana. But they were on the AM. And that's when Power 92 came on. That's when you saw Leon Rogers and all of them go over there and I'm not sure if they're still the Tifa old girl from uh, uh, Infamous Syndicate, right? Because, uh, yeah, Tifa, it was Tifa and Shauna, uh, Infamous Syndicate, right? And I remember I was in a meeting, right? I didn't even know who they were. I didn't even know who they were at the time. I, I, well, it was I was in L.A. And somebody had said, hey, yo, check out this Infamous record. And I'm thinking Infamous. I'm like, oh, yo, another Mob Deep record? And I'm like, no, this is not, no, it's Infamous Syndicate. And I'm like, who? I said, yeah, they're, they're, they're from your city. And I'm like, Infamous Syndicate. I said, no, this, no. Everybody knows Infamous is synonymous with Mob Deep. And of course, Mob Deep found out and, you know, P doing what P does. He, he sent some shots they way. And uh, that Infamous Syndicate shit didn't do nothing. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. Everybody knows Infamous was was Mob Deep, so I believe they put out a couple records. I'm not sure if Infamous Syndicate had an album, but it was Tifa and Shauna, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. 
So we having a nostalgia. Yeah, I remember Soldiers of War, legit ballers. Yes, yes. Oh, uh, Psychodrama is my favorite group, hands down. Psychodrama. I put Psychodrama above everybody. I know I put Psychodrama above everybody. They're my favorite group out of out of Chicago, out of the Midwest. Period. Period. And I hate. They never got their chance. Man, listen, if psychodrama. Oh my God. I can't even I can't even put that shit into words, man. Psychodrama was like 3-6. Twister. Like this hodgepodge of all and but they were just they a little bit of gangster nip. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. And yes, it was 106 jams. Hell yeah, there you go. See, yeah, somebody, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Yeah, do or die is cool, but for me, psychodrama, I put psychodrama above them all. And I hate they never got their shot. You know, Bum J was doing his thing until he got busted for that robbery. And he got out. He did what, 12 years? Man. Like he had next, like he was like the Midwest version of Lupe. Well, shit, they both from the same. I mean, he was Lupe before Lupe. Bum J was like a gangster version of Lupe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lupe, yeah, yeah. Bum J, the gangster version of Lupe. Yeah, yeah. Bum J, man, he had a buzz. That, yeah, that bank robbery shit. Yeah, niggas bank robberies, man. <laughs> Niggas in bank robberies. You never heard of psychodrama? What? Blasphemy. Yes, nuisance. Yes. Yes. Speed Knob Monsters, they were okay, but without Twister. Without Twister. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got you gotta be into it if uh, psychodrama was it for me. And then um Yeah, that's right. Magic's from out of there too. Um, let me see. Yeah, I my Sly Polaroid. Um, who's the other dude? Oh my gosh. Uh LAP Bogus Boys. I hate what happened to them. So they were signed to Interscope. Like they had next. They were on um they had production by um Justice League. They were signed to Interscope. They had a buzz. They had a mixtape. Um and I don't know what happened. Then then all of a sudden I heard. G counts going solo. And I'm like, what are we doing? He robbed the bank in my college. Oh, Lord, gee, Lord. Yeah, Bump J was a real nigga, though. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah. I know about Gangsta Nick. Come on, man. You, you, do you forget how old I am? You forget about how old I am? <laughs> Gangsta Nip. I was, what, 12, 13? This is when Mac Mall, when I first heard of Mac Mall, because Mac Mall... The album cover that I saw, he had an alligator on a collar, on a leash. So it was Gangster Nip, Mac Mall. <sighs> Who else? I don't know. Somebody else. I just remember, I just remember the album cover, and he had the alligator on a leash. So it's all good. I don't. It's not your fault. It's it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Well, hey, listen. So the story goes. Slap Polar was kind of trash. I have no comment. Um, y'all know this. 
the story, his man's chills was moving the packs and funding the funding his career. And you know, chills got popped for the chills just got out. So shout out to chills, he's out recently. But uh, yeah, he was moving the packs and um, helping keep him feeding everybody. You know, okay. You didn't hear a psychodrama until they hooked up with eight because they were already legends. They're legends. They didn't need no damn eight ball and MJG. When he had a big head, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. All right, let me get into something. <laughs> yeah, bump J the rapper. Yeah, move around. Yeah, that's the single he had. And McDonald's picked up for a, for a jingle. It was the move around. Yeah, that was the softest side of bump J. But his other music was it was pretty hardcore. That's right. He was Kid Fiasco. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Mac Maul gets some right. Yeah, he had the alligator on the leash. See, you know what I'm talking? We're there, bro. That was his second album. See, that's how far back. That was, ooh, what year was that? That was a minute ago because my cousin had sent it to me. Cap One. Yeah. Cap one, where did he change his name from though? He was he went by something else at first. And he's still he's still writing. I know he was down in Atlanta for a little bit doing some ghost writing for some people. You know? Yeah, Cap One. Cap one, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Luda used the beat. Sure did, sure did. Okay. All right, nice trip down memory lane. Let me see what I'm seeing. What about Esham out of the, I've heard of Esham. I've, I'm not familiar with his music. I just heard of him. So. Yeah, Kanye produced it. I just remember it being a Bum J record. So. All right, let me check some and we're going to get on to with this moving thing. okay okay all right well let's let's get into what y'all want this brawl thing listen please don't let this brawl shit get people overhyped i mean this was this was silly you basically had a bunch of drunk no before i get to the brawl let's do gilly the kid Gilly the Kid thinks he's a special Negro. I keep trying to tell y'all, these dudes think they're special. Gilly is not special. Just because he's beige or light-skinned does not mean anything. Let's let's watch Gilly take an take an L, right? And then they do the worst. The worst thing you could do is show somebody your social media account. Like that's gonna change anything. This is the worst move you can make as a person with some form of influence showing a random person who does, who does not know who you are your social media account does not help the situation in fact it makes it worse let's get into this so what happened was american airlines overbooked the flight okay now we've all been there so what happens or what do you do when your your airlines overbooks your flight what can you do what can you do? Like people think there's a magical way they can snap their fingers and get enough. When they overbook your flight, 
what do, what do you do what can you do okay let's get on with this shit show let's go you want to be mad at me for some reason i didn't do nothing wrong to you Sir. All of your pain, we are trying to protect you. Frenchie don't give a damn what you talking about. Frenchie got a job to do. Okay, Frenchie ain't trying to hear what you talking about. <laughs> Frenchie ain't trying to hear you. Oh, Frank, we, if we give you one option, it's right to check in tomorrow. Yeah. But what, that's the option. Unfortunately, you, that's what we have. I understand. But it's like, where's yes, the, the where's, there's no accountability for American Airlines. You said we had to be. Tootie. That's his wife, Tootie. Tootie, ma'am, respectfully, just be quiet. Okay? He don't care about you either. All right? Okay? Y'all not special. Y'all not important. Okay? Once continue, let's continue. Let's continue. Yes, one time, we were here at that time. We were here before that time. Yes. Madam, you are right. We close 1130. He's showing this man who, who does not know who, who you are his social media this man does not know who you are you think he cares about this <laughs> illusions illusions of popularity <laughs> let's go that's me right there we were here before then we were here before then so we were here before supposed to do gilly oh i know who you are my friend let me make a phone call get you a flight right quick fast hurry in the jiffy that's not how this works you Negroes are not special. You are not special. And nobody to this day can confirm how much their contract was worth. Please stop saying they signed a $100 million deal. They did not. Nobody can confirm they re-signed with Barstool for $100 million. It's not, that's not true. But come on, let's go. We were here before 1130. We were here before 1130. No, we didn't. Now watch at the end how everybody shut up when Frenchie says, I'm gonna do this if you keep you keep fucking with me. We were here before 1130. Do not shout to me. Do not shout to me. Say tell him Frenchie. Frenchie said, damn you Negroes. We were here before 1130. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I will call your slave captors. Okay, I will call the slave police. No shout to me that but way. But we were here before 1130. I don't want to talk to you. I thought Gilly was from Philly. Huh? Y'all all packed stilly. Huh? Yeah, y'all wear construction Tims like Meek Millie. What happened? <laughs> Philly, y'all gonna let this Frenchie, y'all let Frenchie punk y'all like this? Philly, where y'all at? Y'all let Frenchie Punk one of y'all grand ambassadors like this? Come on, man. Frenchie said, I don't care where you from. I don't want to talk to you. We were here before 11.30. What you going to do? Frenchie ain't scared. Listen, if I ain't, if Frenchie ain't scared of you, why should I be scared of you? Because somebody had posted a comment, Sly, you wouldn't say, you wouldn't say all that in Gilly face. Why wouldn't I? What Gilly going to do to me?
you put hands with me, one of two things going to happen. Okay? <laughs> so if Frenchie ain't scared of you, why should I be scared of, of somebody like Gilly? Why, why, why? Did, did Frenchie... Did, did Frenchie exhibit any fear? Say, oh, 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 I shouldn't have said that. No. Frenchie don't give a damn. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yo, yeah, where's the private plane at? You're supposed to be flying out of out of a private private hangar. Where, where's the private planes at? Right? Nobody's scared of Gilly. It sounds cool on his IGs and when he be bucking his eyes. And, That's all Gilly is known for. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I'm done talking to you. Okay. Let's get to this Alabama thing because it's what y'all want to talk about. This is a big deal. I don't know why. I've heard several people call this the prelude to a race war where isn't Alabama an open carry state isn't Alabama an open carry state so how come nobody bust their guns in that brawl right well come on, let's let the uh, let's let them talk about it. let's see what happens the victims in this case the co-captain Mr. Damian Pickett black male and a 16 year old white male juvenile who was struck by the owners and operators of the private boat. The suspects thus far have been identified as Richard Roberts, white male, 48 years old, with two outstanding warrants for assault, third degree. Alan Todd, white male, 23 years old, one warrant for assault, third degree. And Zachary Shipman, white male, 25 years old, uh, one warrant for assault, third degree. We have instructed those individuals to turn themselves into law enforcement, and as uh, at this time, uh, one is secured and in custody, the other two are set to turn themselves in within uh -huh. the next hour. Mm -hmm. We're also asking for Mr. Reggie Gray, the black male, 42 years old, who was seen wielding that folding chair <laughs> to contact the Montgomery. So he's the one that hit the white woman with the chair. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna take some assault charges for that. You're definitely going to get an assault charge, aggravated assault, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I hope it was worth it for everybody, you know, I hope it was worth it for everybody. Police Department for further interviews and as part of this investigation. As the mayor said a minute ago, this investigation is ongoing and more charges are likely. We want to thank the public and the media for supplying the much needed evidence and video surveillance uh, that we've received and then helped us mm -hmm. to determine the facts as they happen. Keep in mind, when incident took place, when it initially took place, the police department didn't have the luxury of the videos that uh -huh. we all have seen now. Uh -huh. The police department was acting on statements and witness statements um, <laughs> that occurred as we arrived. Okay. Now that we have more information, Again, more charges are pending. Okay, okay. So here's a summary of what took place. So the captain of the riverboat remained away from the dock for 40 to 45 minutes because the private boat was blocking. The owners of the boat confronted the co-captain of the riverboat, 
uh, were obscene and aggressive. He was doing his job. 13 people were detained, but ultimately released. Richard Roberts, 48 white male warrant for assault in third degree. Alan Todd, uh, warrant pending. Zachary Shipman, blah, blah, blah. These are misdemeanor charges. All of the warrants are for the owners of the private boat. One is in custody. Two are set to turn themselves in. Reggie Gray, the man wielding the folding chair is being at. Listen, he, he going to get more. He, he'll get the stiffer charges than everybody else. Everybody's going to go home with misdemeanors. Reggie Gray, sir, whoever you are, um, you, you did a, you committed a viral moment. But you, you about to, you about to catch the face, the, the, the harshest of, of the, of the time of the charges. So I hope it was worth it. I hope it was worth it. Mr. Reggie Gray, when you struck that old white woman in the head with it, with a metal chair, don't let these people gas you up. What you did was awesome. Oh, I heard Jason Black. Well, you know, women want to jump in it. The women can get it too. You're right. Hey, if a woman wants to insert herself in the fray of, of men battling that and she gets caught with something, that's cool. But guess what? You're going to get charged. You're going to get charged. I hope it was worth it. I hope it was worth it. And, and I can't find, and I was listening to brother Sanchez. And I can't find the exact timestamp, but when I was listening to brother Sanchez, he was saying, y'all don't understand, you know, the South, we, we, we don't run, we fight. And all y'all that left during the great migration, y'all was scared. Y'all was scared of racism and y'all left because it was too tough for y'all. We from the South and we stay and fight. We, you know, Alabama, Bama stand for this. And I'm just listening to this Negro. And I like Brother Sanchez, but man, st stop smoking weed. Stop smoking weed, please. It is killing your brain cells. So, and then I'm like, so he called... Everybody that left, he, every black person, to, what he said was, every black person that left during the Great Migration, they were weak. They were scared and they were running away from the South because it was too racist for them. So, Brother Sanchez is from, from Alabama, but guess what? Where does Brother Sanchez live now, y'all? Ask me where does Brother Sanchez live. For all these weak Negroes that left during the Great Migration for better opportunities and industries and financial opportunities, where does Brother Sanchez live now? Where does he live? Where does he live? Where does Brother Sanchez live this nigga lives in Las Vegas. He lives in Las Vegas. Why did he stay in Alabama? See, you that's you and I hate to do this, but you sound like a tether. You sound like a tether. You sound like a tether. Why did you flee Alabama, bruh? Why did brother Sanchez flee? Alabama 
to not go. Not only did you not go to the north, you went to the west. Why did brother Sanchez? Oh, we're going to get to that. Um, We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Why did brother Sanchez flee Alabama to go to the west? You went to liberal ass. Well, no, it's not too liberal because you can do open carries in, in, in Las Vegas. But you went to Sin City. Okay. And, and, and on top of that, brother Sanchez is so down for the cause because he makes fun of, he makes fun of pro blacks and the, the conscious community like we all do. But sir, your wife is, what, what is his wife? What is his wife? Y'all <laughs> what is, what is his wife? Is his wife Filipino? What is she? What is, what is brother Sanchez's wife? And I don't, and I'm not here to talk about his wife, but I'm talking about um, a, a mindset per se, a mindset, an attitude, a disposition. It's not about his wife, but it's about a mindset. So you, he went on a 20, I wish I could pull up and find the actual moment, the timestamp where he was talking to this smack. So he said it was the South. That helped fuel the, the civil rights movement. And he said all the Negroes that left for the great migration were weak. They were cowardly. They were scared. They couldn't, they couldn't hack it. It was too tough. He said down here, we fight. We fight these people back. We fight back. Brother Sanchez lives in Las Vegas with a Filipina his woman or wife is a Filipina. Man, if you don't. Yeah, Tether Sanchez. <laughs> Tether Sanchez. <laughs> Tether, Tether Sanchez. Why did he flee Alabama? Come on, man. I mean, just I'm asking. Yeah, why did he flee Alabama? So ain't you just as weak as my grandparents? You saying my daddy weak? <laughs> Nigga, would really? Okay. Yeah, it, I I ain't got time to be sitting through that shit. I'm sorry, I have too many things to do in a day to give y'all a seven eight hour stream. Y'all know damn well if you see a seven eight hour hour stream for me, uh, I I I I no. That means that what that means my marriage is over. Okay. Yeah, he moving like Tariq. Yeah, this 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 is yeah, the brother San and I like Sanchez, but today he was talking some st stupid shit. Right? You motherfuckers claim roll tide ain't even from Alabama. You know how I many blacks be wearing Alabama's clothes, memorabilia, talking about roll tide, ain't never stepped foot in Alabama. Ain't never stepped foot in Alabama. That that's not an HBCU. Alabama's not an HBCU. Why, why y'all rocking these with this PWI so tough? So that y'all can miss me with the HBCU HBCU talk. Y'all be hollering "Roll Tide," not even from Alabama, big enough a PWI, but in the same breath be complaining about the lack of funding for HBCUs. Uh, okay. It is what it is. <laughs> Bull Connor 
putting foot to ass on blacks down there. And, you know, okay. It is what it is. Like I said, I try to go through it. I couldn't find where he was actually, where he actually, I'm not going to sit through a five hour live stream and try to pick out what you said. Cause I heard what I said. Cause I was listening to it while I was on a tennis court with many me. I so I know what I heard. I know what I heard. And I even tried, I even chimed in, in the comments. Like I said, where did you, I said, you, you, you live where again? You, you ain't in Alabama. So why did you flee Alabama? Brother Sanchez. Come on, man. Okay. Okay. Let me see. X that out. X that out. Where do I go from here? Oh, yo. Okay, WWE fans. I didn't know this happened, yo. Now, I, I, I somewhat follow WWE. I didn't know homeboy Big E was out this long with this injury, y'all. Wait a minute. Yo, Big E's injury. This shit is, is 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 real. I didn't know he was going through all this, man. So, <laughs> I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the injury. Give me a minute. So, Big E says he's not sure if he's gonna return back to the ring after suffering a broken neck. He broke a C1 and a C6 in his neck. C1 and C6 in his neck. This happened last year right he says we did the year checkup and all that stuff looks great as well but on the other side you know i also talked to spine specialists some who've worked on people in the company and done their fusions like edge edge came back had a he had a a spinal fusion he wasn't supposed to wrestle again either you know what i'm saying and okay and they said like hey I would not wrestle again if I were you. So for me at 37, these are things that I think about. I think about quality of life when I started this job at 23 years old and probably had a bit of a death wish and was like, okay, dying in the ring. Um, I now at 37 would not like to die in the ring. I would like to do other things with my life. Okay. He says, so I don't really have a timeline right now. I'm just really grateful not to have any nerve pain. My strength is great. Legit. No issues whatsoever. So it's just something I want to be smart about and make the very best decisions for my life. Because, you know, hopefully I'd like to have a lot of life, a lot of healthy life ahead of me. So I just want to be smart about the decision. Unfortunately, right now, I have no answers. I feel great. So he suffered the injury last March 2022 Smackdown when he took an overhead belly to belly suplex from Ridge Holland. And I'm going to play it because it looks bad. It looks you. Yeah. Um, Holland didn't get didn't get Biggie big rotated enough, causing him to land on his head. Medical personnel stretched Biggie big out of the arena, and he later announced that he had suffered fractured C1 and C6 vertebrae. Okay, and he still finished the match. So let let's get to it. This is whoo, shit. In a March 11th edition of SmackDown was marred by a serious injury to Biggie. The former world champion had been teaming with Kofi Kingston taking on Sheamus and Ridge Holland. After Big E fell to the outside, he was given an overhead belly-to-belly suplex by Ridge Holland. Ooh, shit, did y'all catch that? Oh! Did y'all catch that? Did y'all see how he landed? Oh, Lord. Did y'all see how he landed? Wait. 
Did y'all see how he landed? Like, oh, oh. I didn't know it was. God damn it. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Was given an overhead belly to belly suplex by Ridge Holland. However, instead of Big E flipping all of the way over and landing on his back, he landed on his head and neck. The former world champion wasn't involved in the match again. His commentary mentioned that he was being tended to by medics. During the following commercial break, the star was taken out of the arena on a stretcher. The New Day star did give a thumbs up to the crowd as he was being carried backstage. Posting on social media, Biggie has now confirmed that doctors have told him he has broken his neck. I can't thank all of you beautiful people enough for all of your concern and your messages. It's very heartwarming. Uh, I can move all my digits. You see that? That's nice. That's always a good thing. Um, strength feels fine. But unfortunately, uh, right now, they tell me my neck is broken. So there's that. But uh, once again, thank you, everybody. I'm going to be all right. I'll be good. Don't worry. Go to sleep. Don't worry about all me. But uh, for real, thank you. And uh, I appreciate all of you. For real. Man, listen, man. <laughs> God damn it. I wasn't prepared for that. I'd never seen the injury. That was my first time seeing the injury. Like, that was my first time seeing the injury. I did not know it was that bad. So that just goes to show how out of the loop I have been with my WWE. But I've been tuning back in because of uh, Roman Reigns. The only reason I'm back watching is because of Roman Reigns. That's it. That's all. So the, the little beef he got with Jay Uso. And uh, that's it. If it wasn't for Roman Reigns, I'm not watching it. I, I just saw Cody get the win over Brock Lesnar. So Cody, Cody, uh, what, the, what the fuck? His son, his daddy. Who's his daddy? Dusty. Shit. Yeah, Cody Rose got the push over over Brock Lesnar. So that's that's cool. But if it wasn't for Roman, I wouldn't be tuning in right now. To be honest with you, you know that's just that's just me though. Uh, that's just me. Why didn't he roll up in the ball? Come on now, stop. Let's not do that. Let's not piggyback off some. Let's not do that. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. I just seen him on the weakest link. Okay. Bro, please retire. Hey, man, the same, hey, we said the same thing for Edge. When Edge retired... <laughs> He had a broken neck. We were like, oh, no. Randy Orton also had a, a neck injury. Like, no, bro, don't do it, bro. And, they, and these motherfuckers come back. <laughs> somehow, they, somehow, miraculously, they're able to to perform at, at the, the same level. You know what I'm saying? So, that's crazy. That's crazy. All right. Yeah, we all remember Stone Cold's injury. Yeesh. Yeesh. You know. I say Big E comes back to end Roman Reigns. Stop that. Stop. Listen, Tribal Chief is. No, no, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Sonya Deville's also injured. See, I'm not even following like that. Can't retire guy. I mean, he could, he could be on air personality interviewer. I mean, there's manager there's positions for him to do. You know what I'm saying? He has a good rapport with Vince. So there's no reason why he wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be able to have a job with WWE if he retires from performing, you know, so, <clears throat> yeah, Daniel Bryan had a broken neck, you can come back, but God forbid if you're that one, 
and you you're the one that that just couldn't that, that takes an injury that takes that gets re-injured and you don't you don't get back up again so god forbid you be that one you know so <laughs> would those riverboat individuals have intervened if black teens were beating the security guard you know what this tells me that nobody respects black men in authority that's what that tells me nobody respects a black man with a badge or some 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 sort of some some form of authority that's all that tells me you know so um the dude with the chair shot he'll get the stiffest penalty of them all because not only did you hit somebody with a, a metal folding chair you hit a white woman with a metal folding chair sir you're going to you're going to get the, you're going to get the harshest you're going to get the harshest um charges you know, I hope it was worth it. I hope it was worth it. Okay. Kurt Angle, broken neck. Yeah. Uh, for one to go with metal with broken, broken neck. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Darren Drozdoff. I remember him. That's right. That's right. Biggie need to put on a suit and bow tie. <laughs> And just be like, and go, go, go the Paul Heyman route <laughs> page, broken neck. You know what? Let's do this. Let's look at all the injured wrestlers with broken necks. Let's take a trip down memory lane. Shall we? We're going to divert a little bit. We're going to do some WWE wrestlers with broken. See, I'm telling the algorithm knows what I want. Jeez. He peeps. This is insane. Okay. Big E. Hardcore Holly. I didn't know this. Uh, unfortunately, broke his neck during a match with Brock Lesnar. The two men competed on an episode of SmackDown in 2002, and the powerbomb went wrong. It was an accidental situation with Holly landed on his neck. This is where the injury took place, leaving him on the shelf for a while. He was eventually able to return and even got a WWE title uh, title match against the beast upon his return charlie haas i didn't know about charlie haas yo him and sheldon benjamin when they were tag team together yo they i'm I'm still mad that sheldon didn't get the push like athletically sheldon benjamin was like that dude i hate he didn't get the push like he was supposed to he should have been a superstar but him and charlie haas when they were together as a tag team phenomenal phenomenal um young drew mcintyre delivered his future shock ddt during an in-ring segment on smackdown he kept his arms hooked and didn't let go this is what caused the injury wow however he did manage to return to wrestling showcasing that his efforts were worthwhile drew galloway uh with the broken neck feeling and suffered the same fate during a one-time independent scene okay okay took a bump from now um nxt uk star joseph connors let's see it wasn't a severe break which means that he wasn't out of action for as long as other people normally are from this type of situation everybody knows about steve austin cheesy piece lita that's right lita suffered a broken neck away from the wrestling ring she was filming a television show um see when performing a stunt leader was dropped on her head 
he was not uh, very well looked after following that period either by those in the room. Unfortunately, the situation did lead to a broken neck, which almost ended her wrestling career had it not been for advice from Steve Austin. Taz. Suffered a broken neck after receiving a move from the top rope. Taz wasn't set in a manner that he should have been to take the bump. So when he did it, it ended with a serious injury happening. The spiked pile driver went wrong and that is where the problem ended up taking place for him. I think that's what pretty much put him out of wrestling, right? Lionheart. Okay, took place independent show in Blackpool, resulted in Lionheart breaking his neck. He ended up writing a letter to AJ requesting that he stop using the move because of the slew of talent being hurt by it. Okay. Yoshitatsu. Ended up in the same position as Lionheart. He tucked his neck when taking the same move, which is a natural thing to do, but is the wrong idea with this one. Led to him breaking his neck, which wasn't helped by the fact he took another bump soon after. Shit. Of course, everybody remembers Edge. Okay, his issue took place when facing Eddie Guerrero on the episode of SmackDown. It was a no disqualification match that saw a ladder get involved. He took a bump into the steel and heard a crack, which he presumed was a ladder. However, it was his neck, which is where the injury took place. And we all know he made it. He was out for a couple years, but he, he came back. He made a comeback. He made a comeback. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. Okay. That was nice to know. You know what? Let me see anybody else. Okay. Okay. Buff Bagwell. I didn't know about this. Well, there's more. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't know about this. Buff Bagwell's career was on the upward trajectory, but his momentum would come to a halt during a tag team match on Thunder in April 1998. Bagwell was set to take a top rope bulldog Ooh. from Rick Steiner, but Rick would end up coming down before Bagwell did, oh, resulting in Buff's head neck. snapping back as it collided oh, with the- shit. Back of Steiner. Shit. Bagwell would be completely paralyzed for five minutes, having suffered a bruised spinal cord. Bulldog hits, I'm paralyzed. Scotty comes in, I'm going, you can see my mouth moving a thousand miles an hour. I'm going, Scotty, no, I'm hurt, I'm hurt, don't do that. My arms aren't moving because I can't move anything. Scotty hits Rick with a chair. Wow. Rick just kind of throws himself off. Scotty, instead of moving me, he's just going to lay my arm across Rick. One, two, three, we win. Instead, when he puts my arm across. Yeah, you hear him saying, wow, that could have that made it worse. Holy cow. My arm just falls right back to my body. So two guys are on their back, and the ref counts one, two, three, and everybody's confused who won, who lost. Holy shit. That's wild. I didn't know this either. But I've been wrestling with a broken neck since 1993. Regal's neck injury would occur at WCW 4 Brawl 1993 in a match where he faced Ricky Steamboat for the World Television Championship. The finish would come when Regal hit a bridging German suplex to get the three count, but when executing the move and then preparing for the bridge, Regal would land right on his head. Mm. I land and you can, you, you can see it clear as day if you watch this right now. And my, you see my neck, my head hits and my neck just oh. goes to the side and it went crack. Mm. And all my arms went dead. <sighs> and it was never right after that. It would be years later that Regal would find out that he had been wrestling for most of his career with a broken neck, following the botched German suplex all the way back in 1993. 
Okay, so let's see who's all forced to retire. Well, no, this because this this is this is yeah, this is old. Okay, Drozdov died. D'Lo botched a, a running power bomb and dropped Draws on his head. It caused fractures in his neck. The diagnosis revealing that he's paralyzed for the rest of his life. Damn. Damn. Um, Paige retirement broke the hearts of fans. You know what? Can I play this? Let's go. Some of you. Oh shit, my bad. Hold up. May know this. Some of you don't know. So I have to come clean to you guys. It was really hard for me to stay at the sidelines yesterday at WrestleMania. Okay. So, and this is my blood. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Jason Jordan. Let's see what happened to him. Severe neck injuries. Um, mainstay battle. Okay. 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 Was headed uh, before his unfortunate injury. Okay. 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 Diagnosis revealed that his neck required surgery and he'd have to retire from wrestling immediately. He now works as a producer with WWE. Okay. That's what's up. The kid. Neck injury. Oh. Samoa Joe in a dark match. Holy cow. He took a muscle buster from his opponent with his hands in the wrong position. A week later, WWE announced kids suffered a severe neck and spinal injuries because of the match. However, he revealed he has no grudges against Joe and insists that he's a big fan of his work. Okay, had no choice but to retire. And everybody knows Edge came back. But Edge came back. So. <laughs> but, but Edge came back. There was a high chance of him suffering neck down paralysis and maybe even death. However, nine years later, yeah, he still has that, but there's still a chance he could do this. So he did a he, triple fusion neck surgery. Triple fusion neck surgery. Holy cow. Tough hombres, man. Tough hombres. Okay. Let's do, what is this? That. All right, let's do Lizzo. The backlash continues. Jay-Z kicked her off the headliner for Made in America. Uh, <laughs> canceled in Philly. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. You know it's bad when, when, when Hove kicks you off. You know it's bad. You know it's bad. Uh oh, I got I got some dumb comments. Hold up, y'all, from Jamaicans, from my IG. Come on, let's go take a look real quick. Wait, 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 wait. We gotta go see. We gotta go take a look real quick. They still coming at me. They're still coming at me. They're still coming at me. Look at this shit here. Look at this shit here. Coolie Empress. Do you know what a coolie is? Coolie is a derogatory term. For a Jamaican that wants to be white. Okay. Let me, where is it at? Where did, where'd it go? Come on, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Let me go through all these hate comments, y'all. Just bear with me because it's a lot. They still mad. I still got some stew left. <laughs> I still got some stew left. <laughs> I still got stew left, bitch. 
I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Damn. Shout out to the shade room. I'm in there. I'm in the shade room now. So, you know, I'm there now. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Where'd he go? Ah, damn it. Okay, so let me go to this side. Okay, so a coolie is a derogatory term for a black Jamaican that wants to be white or acts white. Okay, that would be like the black version of the of an Uncle Tom. They call them coolies. Okay. So this person says, we still the most influential, big, bad, and bold, regardless of anything. What? <sighs> Listen, no diss to y'all. What what? Wait, 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 influential, influential, wait, what do y'all influence? <laughs> where do you influence me at? Influence me where? Where, where do you influence? No one, no one wants to be like Jamaicans. Okay. Nope. Nobody. Nope. Nobody. Okay. Okay. I'm told from a jamaican that coolie is a is it's a it's like a black uncle tom for jamaicans so you you want to i can set you up with a debate with the real jamaican and let them i'm just saying that's what they told me that's what they told me that's what they told me you want me to you know what okay hold, hold on let me do this Hey, do me a favor. Tell me the definition of a coolie. From your yeah, you told it to me. Tell me again the definition of a coolie. Oh, don't worry, we're gonna wait. Don't worry, we're gonna wait. Everybody, everybody always wanna debate and shit. I don't care. I don't care. I personally don't care. Now, if you were Jamaican and you, and you came back at the last night's Jamaican stew, salute to you. Good. That means you got tough skin. Okay. All right. She just read it. Hold up. I'm waiting. Once, once again, everybody, y'all don't, don't debate me. <laughs> debate the goddamn Jamaican y'all mad the wrong person i don't care all right recording audio recording audio okay you know what how about this y'all right that make y'all feel better now? How about this? Y'all right. Coolie means whatever the fuck y'all want coolie to mean. <laughs> Damn. Shit. Okay. Coolie is for a, a term for an East Indian. Okay. Y'all got it. There. Argument over. Debate over. Y'all won. Jesus Christ. 
I even got trouble. And that's why I think, I think we even brought up the whole thing was I, I mixed race, but not black and white, more like they would see me as like Indian or exotic or whatever. So, but more so Caribbeans are what they call coolies. Okay, she said Indian Caribbean, Indian Caribbeans are what they call coolies. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Indian Caribbeans. It's not a good thing, though. But okay. Y'all won. Y'all got that. So coolies mean... Wait, what'd she say? I... I look mixed race, but not black and white. <laughs> they would see me as like Indian or exotic or whatever. So, but more so Indian Caribbeans are what they call coolies. So Indian Caribbeans. Trinidadians. So if you look of Indian descent. Okay, 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 okay. Y'all feel better now? Y'all feel better now? Y'all want a cookie? We won. I mean, that's all only when y'all gonna get. Anywho, all right. That was funny. I'm still waiting to see what y'all what 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 um what influences y'all have. So let's get back to that. So what what influences do y'all have? This person said we still we still the most what what influences do y'all have? So now we back let's get back to it. Let's not deflect. What what influences do, do Jamaicans have? I'm still waiting. Nah, come on. We all we off the coolie shit. I want you Jamaicans in the chat to tell me what do y'all influence? Who wants to be like a Jamaican? I'm still waiting. Y'all, y'all so damn desperate for a win. Y'all take the coolie as a win. I want y'all to tell me what influences do y'all have. No, y'all ain't got no no answers for me. No answers for me. Uh, don't worry, I'll let it sit for a minute. What in, what influences do y'all have? What have y'all influenced? reggae nobody listens to reggae music like that smoking weed that's not a good that's not a good stereotype oxtails <sighs> no that's not gonna cut it that's not gonna cut it they run pretty fast there you go how about that that's only that's all they're known for is sex and running fast there's there's your influence sex and running fast that's what you jamaicans are uh, have influence that's your sphere of influence. Running fast and having sex. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Animalistic twerking. <laughs> ah, shit. Their dance is popular in Europe. This ain't Europe. This is America, Jack. <laughs> Wait, men who don't want to go down, but they eat pussy too i've heard the songs where they claim they don't go down to women but they do and they engage in homosexual lifestyles too so all the all that shit they put in their songs about how manly they are and what they not gonna do they do it they eat pussy and they and they engage in homosexual behavior just like everybody else so what we talking about what we talking about (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what we what we talking about ain't nobody trying to walk and talk like a goddamn jamaican ain't nobody running around here talking about trying to speak some patois 
Nah, you good. I had a bunch of people like, it could be Indian. So they, you know, they, I got some Jamaicans, I guess, desperate for a win because, you know, you know what? I'm not, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a shut up. <laughs> yeah, they all listen to blues, Fats Domino, and all that. They wanted to be like black American soul singers. They all listen to Fats Domino and Little Richard. Yeah, they listen to black music. That's that's where your reggae came from. The fuck? Get out of here. Get out. Ego, you don't know who I am, bro. You must be new here. You must be new here. Clearly, you must. You don't know who you, who you, who you're watching right now. All right, come on, let's go. Where 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 are we going next? Where are we going next? Where are we going next? Oh, let's get to uh. Let's get back to Lizzo real quick, and then we get up with Tory Lanez. We get up out of here. All right. Lizzo canceled. Ho said no. So Jay-Z's Made in America Musical Festival, which was set to take place over Labor Day weekend in Philadelphia with Lizzo and SZA as headliners, has been canceled due to severe circumstances outside of production control. This decision has been made has been difficult and has not been made lightly, nor without immense deliberation. Made in America has a legacy of delivering exceptional experiences for music fans and concert goers, and it is our commitment to always deliver a top tier festival experience. We look forward to returning to Benjamin Franklin Parkway in the great city of, uh, city of Philadelphia in 2024. Okay. Yeah, so Lizzo and SZA were set to be the headliners. Nope. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Uh, the fest would have marked her first major performance since three of her former backup dancers sued her over allegations of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. So just cut them a check. Additionally, Beyonce appeared to skip Lizzo's name in the performance of her Break My Soul remix, which lists iconic female musicians during a recent concert in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Uh oh, Jay Z made launched in America 2012. Okay, co headline in Agro Fest with Pearl Jam. That was okay, okay. Bad Bunny, Tyler the Creator, led to 2022 with artists like Beyonce, The Weeknd, Rihanna, Justin Bieber, and Kendrick Lamar have headlined in prior years. Wow, that's a huge loss. This year's lineup included Ice Spice, Miguel, Metro Boomin, and more. Mm, mm. Mm. I don't know. Ice Spice is all over the place, man. Um, minimal talent. If she doesn't, I'll tell you what, if she doesn't control her weight, she will end up like Pinky. Let's look at Ice Spice. I know I'm deviating right now, but Ice Spice is too young to be carrying all that weight. Where is it? Where are those pictures at? When she's from the back, when she's in her, she's too young to be carrying all this weight. If she doesn't manage her weight, she's going to end up like Pinky. Where are these pictures? I'm trying to find it, y'all. Because she's hella chunky. And I'm like, that's not good for her to be that young. Okay, let's do this. Ice Spice and Booty Shorts. 
See what I'm saying? She is too young to be this chunky. Yes, yeah, uh -uh, that's not good. Like, get a nutritionist. Get your ass on a treadmill. Do some squats and deadlifts. She too young to be this chunky. She too young to be this chunky. This is not a good look. Management team, get on, get on your job. Where is she like 23, 24? Yeah, too young to be this chunky. Ugh, I can see, I can see where it, too young to be this chunky. That's not good. That's not good. I mean, for some, they be like, oh, it's just, she thick. I mean, I, I, okay, I get it. But she too young to be this, to be, to be, to be like this. Okay. Okay, let's get to the, the main topic that everybody's talking about, which, you know, everybody pretty much seen it coming. I, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about this. Where are we at? Out of there. All right. Yeah, let me get a couple in the comments real quick. Let me get in the comments. She better holler at the form, brother. She better, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I seen her mom. Her mom is decent. Her mom is probably in better shape than her daughter. You can tell she. You know what, ma'am. How long have I been on? I've been on for an hour and a half. Okay. Oh, wait, let me find some real quick. There were some unfiltered po uh, pictures of her that I found, and it, it's worse than what I thought it was. But did I delete them? More than likely, I deleted them. I found the unfiltered po pictures of her from, from behind. It, it's bad. It's bad. Twitter. Was it IG? Nope. Was it was IG? Damn it. I knew those I knew I should have not deleted them shits. Was it download? Uh, back to Twitter I go tomorrow. Back to Twitter I go tomorrow. Yeah, she's extremely chunky. Like it's like, ah, uh, no, I'm cool. It's like, you need to work that shit out, sis. Like, you too young to be this, be that thick. That's not a good thing. Nope, can't find it. I deleted it. Oh, found one. Oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay, I, I found it. Hold up. I found it. I found it. I found it. I, I man, I be on it though. I found it. She looks horrible. 
chunky. She is too young to be this. Ch- she is going to end up like Pinky. And y'all know, come on, you know, all, all of us that be white, come on, don't act like you don't know who Pinky is and haven't seen her recently. She, Pinky looks shit. Diabetes and hypertension like a motherfucker, like sis. Work that shit out. Like, put, you know, smaller portions. You know, that's all we ask for is you to eat smaller portions. Don't eat past eight o'clock. You know, try to get into a caloric deficit. You know what I'm saying? Just get into a caloric deficit. This is terrible. This is terrible. Excuse me. That's terrible. She's too young to be like this. She's too young to be like this. She's too young to be like this. Man, Pinky needs skin removal. <laughs> she needs to see the doctor for my 600 pound life. You know what I'm saying? The, the old man would be like, you didn't lose the weight. I told you to lose the weight. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, doctor. And look at your child. You didn't lose the weight. I asked you to lose the weight. Doc, it's just so hard. I can't keep you in the program if you don't lose the weight. She is too young to be like this. This ain't cute. This ain't cute. She looks like Pinky on her on her way down. Y'all, we've all seen Pinky when she was like teeny tiny. Now Pinky is a complete fatty. And you know what? That ain't that ain't stopping nothing because dudes will still line up to hit Pinky. If I did, I wouldn't tell anybody. If I if I hit Pinky, I wouldn't tell none of y'all. I wouldn't even let you see the footage. But anywho, this is not good. She's too young. Yeah, she's definitely treading the pinky lane. Yeah, they spread from fucking. Yeah, I, I, I feel you, Rose. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. Yeah, they she's spreading because uh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about, sis. <laughs> Yeah, this is not cool. This ain't cute. This ain't cute. You know, that's the majority of black. Yeah, you're right. But at this age, at this age, this is not good. Yes, the doctor from my second pound life. You didn't lose the weight. I asked you to lose the weight. And you know, when they get in the, in the confessionals, I don't know, it's just so hard, I be trying. <laughs> but I still hit. Um, okay, here, listen. Just because a guy will, 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 will sleep with a woman doesn't make her valuable. You know, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't wife her up. I wouldn't even date, you know, I would probably date her briefly. But we would definitely have a talk, a conversation about her weight. Because if I'm dating you, you are representing me as I am representing you. You can't, I can't have you going out here looking like this. I can't have you go out here look in these streets looking like this. It would be Kanye all over again. What you doing? Put some clothes on. Put this hijab. Look, look, baby, I went to the, I went to the Muslim store. Baby, I got you this brand new hijab. You know, it's that, it's that breathable mesh fabric that, uh, that it's, it's got a wick, uh, absorbing moisture wicking uh, abilities. Baby, it's a brand new hijab. 
and it's light and it reflects light and you know it dispels the heat i got you this brand new hijab with that brand new cool wick moisture fabric <laughs> is that fat yeah yeah this is fat this ain't fat to y'all okay so there's a term we used to have back in the day called rhino legs rose knows what i'm talking about back in the day this would be called rhino legs because rhino legs are <laughs> if you can imagine the legs of a rhinoceros they're pretty much straight thigh and calf that's what we would call rhino legs y'all call them stallions others call them thick same same difference yeah and you light skin this is a waste of light skinness this is a waste of light skinnedness okay this is a waste y'all never heard that uh, <laughs> school them sis school them rhino legs yes rhino legs yeah this is her yes bro bro founder for me renzel my man found a found a soccer chick that i follow on instagram yeah alicia lehman that's her holy cow hold up hold up hold up, hold up. i'm sorry okay let me get back to my original i was trying to find her yeah that's her i follow her on ig this bitch is beautiful oh my god this bitch is beautiful she's a swede right yeah she's no switzerland she's from switzerland she plays for their team okay never mind she's not swede she's a swiss she's a swiss i'm sorry i got my i got my countries mixed up yeah lehman this motherfucker right here listen now it's not about black and white y'all beauty is beauty a bad chick is a bad chick this motherfucker right here boy don't say nothing and listen and it's not about black or white a beautiful woman is a beautiful woman period this is who i follow i follow this chick um she plays for uh switzerland their sock their rugby team she's a swiss this is a bad motherfucker right here boy okay i'm sorry i'm out of here i'm out of here wait oh, y'all can't see oh shit my bad y'all can't see my bad my bad sheesh listen we'll play this game hold up y'all want me to accept this right but not that y'all want me to be with this but not that they're roughly the same age they're roughly the same age I, i'm sorry no no can't do it sorry ice spigotty i'm a <laughs> yeah no ice spigotty i can't i can't i'm gonna go over here wait yeah this motherfucker is super bad super bad this motherfucker here oh I, listen i'm not into all the european aesthetics and all a, a beautiful woman is a beautiful woman i don't care what she's where she's from you understand 
Yeah, she she be she be on it. She's like their one of their she's like their superstar player. Like she be she's is she be out there. Boy, y'all better stop playing. Okay, let me get out of here. That's enough. That's enough. I wanna I don't wanna anger anybody. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Okay. Let's get to it. Tory Lanes. About to do a dime piece. <laughs> I expect this workout. Dang, yeah, she is pretty. Like pretty is pretty. She's Swedish. She's Swedish. No. Switzerland. Swiss. I'm sorry. She's Swiss. She's Swiss. She's Swiss. She signed to Adidas and EA Sports. She is signed to Adidas and EA Sports. Like when she's not in season, she's modeling. Okay. Yeah, this motherfucker is. This is who you poke holes in the condom for. I, I'm just saying. Like, oh, you're late. Oh, honey. Oh, no. <laughs> That's okay. We'll do this together. We're going to get through this together. <laughs> oh, no, honey. How many weeks are you? Oh, no. Oh, my God, honey. It's okay. I'll be right there. <laughs> All the while, you give her the Grinch smile. Like, you smile like Grinch. <laughs> You give her the, the thriller and the Michael Jackson thriller look, smiling shit like, yes, yes. <laughs> Don't hate. Look at the haters. Don't hate Angela. Don't be hating. Don't be hating. Don't be hating. <laughs> Angela says she has to check. Don't be hating, sis. A beautiful woman is a beautiful woman. I don't care where she comes from. All right. Tory Lane's about to do. Okay, so he got hit with the 10. He's been in for close to a year. And you do 85% of your time in um uh CDC. And he'll be out in about seven years. He'll be out in seven years. Like you literally blink a couple times and he'll be out. You blink a couple times, he'll be out. You blink a couple times. We're here to talk about Daystar Peterson, also known as Tony Lanez, who was sentenced to Tony Lanez. 10 years in prison Ten for years. the July 12, 2020 attack on Megan Pete, also known as Megan the Stallion. Over the past three years, Mr. Peterson has engaged in a pattern of conduct that was intended to intimidate Ms. Pete, silence her, uh, and keep her from defending and bringing her truth out. Despite the physical violence, verbal attacks, and attempts at public humiliation, Ms. Pete remained strong mm -hmm. and shared the events of that faithful night with the jury and the world. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. The fact that Ms. Pete... Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Angela, hold up, because you said she got foundation on and she got a bunch of... I'm going back. Hold up, y'all. I'm sorry. I got to do this. I got to do this. 
this because Angela did this now Angela I wasn't gonna do this I wasn't gonna do this I wasn't gonna do this where's it at where's it at where's it at where is she natural her natural face hold up where's that picture at wait 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 I'm getting there it is this is her without makeup that's her without makeup what are we talking about that is a beautiful woman that's a beautiful, I don't care what her skin complexion is. Every man can appreciate a beautiful woman. That is a beautiful woman. Okay. All right. I'm poking holes. Do you understand? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Player hater. <laughs> Player hater. <laughs> Yes, a Viking princess. (laughs) My nigga said a Viking princess. That's what's up. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You sent a profile to Dr. Umar? Listen, listen. I'm, I'm not even down with them like that. But I'm not, I'm not blind. I'm not stupid. Listen, the wife would understand. Huh? Hey, listen. I, I'll be home in a couple days. I just got some things to take care of, okay? Yeah. All right. Let me get back to, uh, let me get back to this real quick. I just had to. As a successful entertainer has brought the spotlight on the important issue of <laughs> violence against women. <laughs> There are many people in our community that endure acts of violence every day from people close to them and feel reluctant to come forward when this happens. I hope that Ms. Pete's bravery gives hope to those that feel helpless. In fact, today, as sentencing through her, through her statement and yesterday, Ms. Pete thought of others who have been similarly situated, and I'm going to read a portion of the statement that she made to the court because mm-hmm. I think it drives home okay. what she has endured and what okay. she's trying to do. And I say on quotes, every day I think of others <laughs> no, across the right. world who are victims of violence and survive. It is truly the most You're powerless stupid. feeling, especially when you question whether the justice system can truly protect you. Okay, uh-huh. Fortunately, the district attorney's office fought for me. I'm incredibly grateful to them and the jury for the attention to the evidence and siding with the truth. But it can happen if it can happen to me, imagine those who lack the resources uh-huh. and support systems to help them. Okay. Unquote. I want to assure all the victims of crime and members of our community that we are here to help and support them in their journey to healing. Uh I'd like to thank the jury for their time and for critically and objectively viewing the evidence in this case. Days ahead of school being back in session in San Antonio. All right, so... Wearing an orange jumpsuit, Lane's addressed the court before she handed down his sentence. Uh, he apologized for his actions and said he took full responsibility for the 2020 shooting. Man, and he's going to be deported when he's done. 
He said, if I, if I could change it, I would, but I can't. Everything I did that night, I take full responsibility. I truly am just trying to be a better person. They're going to file appeals. They're going to also file for bail when they make the sentence appeal. Um, the, the judge said it was difficult to reconcile the doting father and committed philanthropist, meaning described with the person who fired a gun five times at Megan. Once again, he never had gunpowder residue on his hands so how do you fire a firearm and not have gun unless, unless he's wearing gloves right no no you don't fire a firearm five times and not have some some resemblance resemblance of sem, semblance of gunpowder residue let's see the judge says sometimes good people do bad things actions have consequences and there are no winners in this case Uh, one of the prosecutors in the case said Lane's called Megan a liar, intimidated her, and harassed her. We all know, Kel listen, we all speculate that Kelsey was the shooter. Why would Kelsey get an immunity deal? But, okay, let's continue. Not only did the defendant do the heinous act of shooting her, he then subjected her to two and a half years of hell. He also faced possible deportation back to Canada. Once he's out, you know, if he, yeah, he, he's, he's going back, and he'll never be back here again. So, um... Yeah, yeah, he's he's out of here for about seven years. He'll be he'll be out in seven years, and once he's out, then he he gets deported back to Canada, and hopefully his fans will still support him. And um, I I hope he continues to make music. But as far as you know, making a lot of money here touring, that them days are gone. Wait, one more thing. I gotta go. One more thing. One more. I gotta go back to the Viking princess. This. Wait, wait! I, I want to, I want, I want to see her play, like play some soccer, cause this heifer can play. Where's she at? Where's she at? This chick can play. She can play. Psh. Man, listen. Can you imagine what the kids would be like? Can you imagine what the kids would be like with this woman? Okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Somebody's gonna call me. You like white women? I don't, I don't feel like fighting off accusations like that. I, I don't have time. Last story, and I'm gonna get out of here. Cigna. If you have Cigna health, health care, y'all better be careful. Matter of fact, I can see this moving to Kaiser Permanente, uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Uh, AI will it will affect every part of your life. Cigna accused of using AI and not doctors to deny claims. This is huge. A new lawsuit alleges that Cigna uses artificial intelligence algorithms to inappropriately deny hundreds or thousands of claims at a time, bypassing legal requirements to complete individual claim reviews and forcing providers to bill patients in full. In a complaint filed last week in California's Eastern District Court, plaintiffs and Cigna Health Plan members Suzanne Kisting Lung and Ayesha Smiley and their attorneys say that Cigna violates state insurance regulations by failing to conduct a thorough, fair, and objective review of their and other members' claims. The lawsuit says that instead, Cigna relies on an algorithm, PXDX, to review and frequently deny medically necessary claims. According to court records, the system allows Cigna's doctors to instantly reject claims on medical grounds without ever opening patients' files. With the use of the system, the average claims processing time is 
two seconds. Yes. Cigna says it uses technology to verify coding on standard low cost procedures and to expedite physician reimbursement. All you uh, medical billing people that work in me medical billing, y'all about to be replaced as well too. Medical, medical coding, med medical billing, y'all about to be out of here too. The case highlights growing concerns about AI and its ability to replace humans for tasks and interactions in healthcare, business, and beyond. Public advocacy law firm Clarkson, which is representing the plaintiff, has previously sued tech giants Google and ChatGPT creator OpenAI for harvesting internet users' personal and professional data to train their AI systems. According to the complaint, Cigna denied the plaintiff's med medically necessary tests, including blood work to screen for vitamin D deficiency and ultrasounds for patients suspected of having ovarian cancer. The plaintiff's attempt to appeal were unfruitful and they were forced to pay out of pocket. The plaintiff's uh, attorneys argue that the claims do not undergo more detailed reviews by physician, physicians and employees as mandated by California insurance laws and that Cigna benefits by saving on labor costs. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. If allowed to go for as a class action, which Cigna is likely to vigorously oppose, then the pressure on Cigna to settle the case becomes enormous. In the last 25 years, the U.S. Supreme Court's decision have made getting a class action approved more difficult. The allegations come after a recent deep dive by the nonprofit ProPublica uncovered similar claim denial issues. One physician who worked for Cigna told the nonprofit that he and other company doctors essentially rubber stamped the denials in batches, which took all of 10 seconds to do 50 at a time. Jesus, this is insane. This is insane. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Wow. It's already here. Yeah, it's already here. Nope, can't replace us. Shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the digital beast. You, you're going to comply at some point. All right, so I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I mean, for, for now, everybody has a job for now. But 10 years from now, the changes are, you know, will even be more evident. So with that being said, I'm gonna get out of here. Thank everybody for hanging out with me tonight. And, uh, yeah, we'll do this again tomorrow. We'll do this again tomorrow. We'll, we'll do the, I don't care. She bisexual. You know, I don't care. What are you talking to, bro? Look who you're talking to. <laughs> like what? Yes. In my eyes, that's a plus. All right, y'all have a good night. Peace.